0: Welcome back to frowntown
1: frown town how's it going
0: it's going pretty well I'm Jay Jones
1: I'm V V, v chatty that's <laughs> me that's who I am
0: that is who you are uh, <laughs> how are you
1: v uh <clears throat> I'm I'm all right uh well our listeners can't say it but I'm a bit bedraggled uh I've been <laughs> you know bedraggled uh,
0: this, is such a the, great word
1: yeah man I mean well I'll just say this I I was trying to go as long as possible without uh going to like get my nails done up, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, safety and all that. Uh and then I was doing uh I was making brownies. Oh, I love brownies. Uh, yeah, I was making brownies and they were they were wicked good. I drizzled like a peppermint uh icing over them. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I did that and um I don't know. I was had. I had. I had a few drinks, and I just. I don't know. I was like, man, I really need to clean my oven because I'm getting smoked out of my house.
0: That's usually a good sign. I mean, I don't think you're wrong there. Like, if there's smoke coming yeah, out, yeah. But oven, it
1: happened real fast. It was real weird. And I pulled the brownies out, and um, what had happened was I lost a I lost a fingernail, <laughs> and I baked it into my oven. Mm. So I lost it putting the thing in the oven.
0: Okay, and then yeah.
1: and then it it was there was just a little triangle baked into the bottom of my oven. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to I got to clean my oven, which is probably <laughs> due for that anyway. You should do that about twice a year, folks. What seriously?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. I I mean. I I think yes. I clean mine like once a year.
1: You need to clean your oven. I mean
0: I don't I don't know if I have enough usage for Okay, twice a well year if you it. don't
1: use it if you use it a lot, you know clean I feels it like, clean I feel like I'm quarterly. pumping out bread or if you make a lot of casseroles like I make a lot of things that the, the, the they bubble
0: you know what I do too but I put a uh, I put a sheet pan on the bottom tray
1: oh look at you smart so
0: that if it bubbles over <laughs> it just bubbles into my sheet pan and then I clean the sheet pan because it's way easier than cleaning the oven <laughs> yes
1: yeah, and this is why I clean my oven twice a year <laughs> uh,
0: I've, I've cleaned my oven I think maybe once since we've moved in and we've been here for three years so I'm at once every three years right now but okay all right it has it it really isn't is i would put pictures of it online right now it, it is not that bad again the sheet pan method is key because of my sheet pan <laughs> i just had to buy new ones i just bought new ones because my old one looks like looked like shit because it, it was catching all the drippings from stuff
1: <laughs> this is being an adult 101 with yeah. j and v uh, buy really so, nice sheet so pans, exciting guys. <laughs> you know that's that's something that I still need is uh I just threw away a pan. I'm really proud of myself. I threw okay. away a, a pan cuz it was one of those Teflon ones and it mm-hmm. was uh the bottom was all rusty.
0: Yeah. And
1: the ch- Teflon was all chipped, but I just used to put tinfoil on the bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to do that too. <laughs> it's like, oh, just use tin foil. It still works. <laughs> I I just got like some legitimate high grade, like uh chef quality sheet pans. They're like super shiny and aluminum. And like hella heavy and it's perfect. And and I recommend that to everyone. It was like maybe 30 bucks for two. And yeah, wasn't super expensive. And like now I'm just like, I honestly am dying to make cookies because I have like the sheet pants for it.
1: Oh, you should make cookies.
0: I probably will. I actually, I was debating, uh, what
1: kind though?
0: Yeah. I was debating doing sugar cookies, uh, like Christmas Mm -hmm. styles because that type of thing. When I said that my wife walked in the room and literally like looked at me like, what? Uh, because they're intricate and difficult and I really want, I want the challenge of like right? really having to like, you know, make a dough cookie. Like, I don't know if anyone's aware of the difference between like sugar cookies and like chocolate chip cookies, for example, which are just drop cookies. Like,
1: oh, so
0: like sugar so there's cookies, a whole... it's a, you actually are making a dough that you have to roll out and then cut the cookies out of the dough. Okay. It's a little bit more intricate than like your standard like drop cookie. Still difficult. Oh, I mean drop cookies I guess are difficult for some people. I don't know. They're not that hard for me personally, but I learned how to do it really young. So they were hard when I had to when I first started.
1: I know how to make cookie dough, but mostly so that I can eat it without baking
0: (laughs) it that's like the hardest part for me uh because like i I always want to like eat all of it but then i remember like uh like there's salmonella risk the more you eat it so i like Eh,
1: eggs are pasteurized uh, have you ever here's the thing Jay, have you ever heard of anyone you know ever getting salmonella from eating cake batter or cookie That's dough batter? That's true,
0: but I guess Have you my, ever
1: met somebody who has had that my, happen to my,
0: them? My, my other statement would be like, but E. coli contaminations happen all the time.
1: Have you have you met somebody who's had E. coli?
0: <laughs> okay, touche. I've never met someone that doesn't but exist.
1: Conversely, <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying that I'm saying that it does exist, but I'm saying you know risk versus reward. This is what we you know you gotta <laughs> learn. Like like yeah, you oh, you can get a, you can get a lot of bad stuff from having sex, but people still go out and do it. Also, a side uh,
0: note: eggs are pasteurized in, many, in America. Uh if you're at other places, your eggs may not be pasteurized.
1: That's like true. England doesn't uh, pasteurize their eggs. That, yeah, but you can leave them out on the counter, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, I actually wish like I could have like eggs on my counter, like old school styles.
1: Here's here's the thing, Jay. Uh do you know anyone who's been in a car accident?
0: Um, yes, me. Like multiple times.
1: Yeah. And do you still drive a car?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, eat the cookie dough.
0: I'm saying like I survived <laughs> And like, okay, so that's, that's like been, okay. <laughs> I survived the car crashes uh, and I still I and I was mostly at fault and I still drive because I'm foolish. I am not gonna sit here and pretend like that's not stupid. But I still do it because I have to have a job and current well, actually no. My job now requires me not to drive. I don't have to drive anymore.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. That's
0: crazy. I'm at a fully remote job now.
1: So you're you're a work from home boy now.
0: Yeah, complete WFH.
1: Wow. oh, so, how's it feel?
0: Um <laughs> I'm concerned. Uh, so I need the gym <laughs> to open back up. Like, so it's t- it's really kind of cold for really? me. Really?
1: Like, could you, could you actually? Yeah. I don't, I, I feel need like, the gym. I feel like I would go into a gym right now and I.
0: Safely is the end of that sentence. I need the gym I, to open back up safely.
1: I feel like just the smell of other people like around me like that and like hearing, I, Mm, I would have a panic attack in a gym right now, I think. <laughs> it's opposite effect.
0: I would be instantly aroused. Like, oh my God, I missed this. Like, I, <laughs> I legitimately miss, like, so like working out from home is, well, it's, right now is a little impossible because we have like stuff everywhere because uh, my wife is painting the cabinets. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, they're, they're going to be white. Before, I think they were like this really off, like super off white almost like cream color that she didn't like and okay. honestly me either but so like working out from home is just super difficult i don't have any weights i don't like i don't how many push-ups can you really do and then like i i was walking and like Cause I can't run cause my knees are terrible. I need like an elliptical. So mm-hmm. I just, all those things are at the gym. Either I need to buy all the gym equipment and somehow shove it into my home, which I'm, I'm seriously thinking about doing. Or, uh, I, you know, we need to be past the pandemic, I suppose. It's it's a real first world problem. I get it. And it's a super whiny and <laughs> privileged feeling. I get that. I understand how whiny and privileged that is, See, but I what, miss the gym.
1: What I do is I find people on the internet who do like internet-based classes because I just need... What I need is I need a hot person to yell at me.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, that doesn't work for me. Like, I, I don't care it's, what the hot person thinks about me. Like, honestly, like I... I I try to do like uh, like videos from YouTube and just be like, I'm just gonna watch a new YouTube video every day and I'll do what's on the YouTube video and I lost interest in that in day two. It was like this isn't working for me.
1: Yeah, but are they yelling at you? Are they like um,
0: a, like a do few it? Of them were.
1: Yeah. I, and, and that
0: didn't motivate me. Like I don't I'm not motivated by like I honestly I'm very much self-motivated, but it has to be something that I actually enjoy doing. And like like I know I enjoy the elliptical and I enjoy lifting. Like actual lifting weights, that's just my thing. And so like
1: Okay. Well, it's, it, okay, what if you just started lifting up your wife? Just um, just just yeah, lift your I, wife. She's got a weight, you know, she, she's got a she, she actually weigh doesn't some...
0: weigh enough.
1: Oh, are you just say you just you bench you bench?
0: I bench more than my wife. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So you gotta get (laughs) it. My
0: wife is my wife is a small woman. You gotta
1: start feeding your wife. I I do. (laughs) (laughs) You say that as if I've just
0: been starving her this entire time.
1: (laughs) Just no, I mean just like feed your. It'll be like a symbiotic relationship. Like when you're ready to like go up and wait, you just feed your wife. (laughs)
0: it's just okay yeah maybe that's so so the key here is to get my wife way way bigger than she is
1: so that you can lift so that i can lift her
0: okay yeah i I don't know how sustainable that is
1: uh we'll give it a shot
0: (laughs) we will give it a shot
1: or or here's another here's another thing you could get a second wife
0: no i couldn't because <laughs> the, the first one would not be okay with that. Uh, and that's a key component no, to getting a no, second one No, no, honey, wife. this is
1: just this is just my this is just my gym wife.
0: <laughs> not going to work. Um,
1: <laughs> I just need one of you on each side of this bar.
0: <laughs> so now they're just hanging on a bar at this point. I'm just, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the concept of just two people hanging in a bar that, that are exact same height. Like I purposely went out and picked someone. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. You're fine. How much do you weigh? That's my first. <laughs> my first interaction is me weigh- like measuring you with a tape measure, and then On like, hey, Tinder, how much do you weigh? Must
1: be five foot four and one hundred and twenty seven pounds exactly.
0: <laughs> Armspan cannot be more. Than- <laughs> I, that would actually be uh, the best Tinder ever. Um, I met my wife on Tinder, so I have real hopes. That oh, that would
1: congratulations!
0: Work. Yeah, I'm one of those people.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I met uh, I I met Elvis on Grinder. So, oh
0: nice, <laughs> still counts. Yeah. Uh, it, and then I uh, and
1: then I deleted it um, forever. Was that's it because not true. that's not true? Oh, I'm definitely, okay. well, i if, definitely well. If you
0: didn't. did would it be because you're like oh okay i've met like have you ever had the like and then actually, i guess it depends on if you're poly or not and if you're poly then this doesn't this doesn't apply. oh uh
1: well i but- mean I, I i prefer i prefer just uh, uh the term friend sexual uh okay <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i call people uh, boyfriends and girlfriends depending but i don't know words are fucking dumb and that's how i feel about it uh but also i have i have definitely been like i know this one is the one i'm done and, and i'm I've deleting had all of
0: my dating apps yeah
1: and yeah, that's happened how like many of
0: those moments have you had a few I feel like people few. yeah i feel like people have i'm not a, a huge
1: dating app person though i did OK Cupid for a while
0: was that even uh, an app though
1: no it wasn't you went on the actual you had to go on your <laughs> desktop
0: <laughs> or your you laptop you had to have a computer for that. Yeah, it That's... wasn't. This was, this was
1: before the swiping days. Um, oh, yeah, and then well I, before. I got Tinder and I really enjoyed Tinder when it first came out because Tinder, when it first came out was, was made to be a hookup app. Like you would go yeah. on Tinder to hook up. And then I went on Tinder. I don't know in the past few years and it was just all people like no hookups i'm not here for hookups
0: <laughs> right. and that was yeah. really
1: uh also the gender settings are very limited yeah. <laughs> um
0: yeah yeah it is
1: you can be whatever gender you want but you can only be viewed as a man or a woman
0: oh that's what you're saying that yeah that, that is kind of limiting
1: yeah i didn't know uh, that though i guess it's yeah that's cis privilege brah True. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I went to Grinder. Cause also sometimes I just want to like have a random hookup and not have it be a weird thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Straight guys did find Grinder. They found it. They're there. Yep. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the down low guys. I fucking
0: I like how nothing is. I safe. see
1: you. I I've, 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 I've taken pictures. I've taken snapshots of people's Republican fathers on grinder for sure
0: i mean would it matter if their fathers what their fathers were different like democrats i mean they're just i feel like it's just the fact that it's no, your father it's,
1: it's, it's only because i i mean i don't know whose dad it was i just know that oh yeah okay, okay, you're saying he was definitely a republican father um because he hit me up and he was calling me baby girl and i was like it's you didn't read my profile clearly um and this is grinder and his profile said uh no men, which I get it. There are girls, on, there are some trans girls on Grinder, but I'm not yeah. one of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and
0: as a as a side note, I I guess yeah. my you the viewers, I guess the listeners can't see my face just going ew, the entire time. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I didn't enjoy any of that story. It was just like, Ugh.
1: yeah. Uh, so I basically was like. Hey, that's that's not not none cool, of this bro. is cool. No, none like, of this, this is cool. That's not cool. So I'm I'm gonna dip out of this conversation or whatever. And he called me a snowflake. Uh, and some other yeah. So, so yeah, I was like,
0: Matt Republican.
1: So I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna take a screenshot of you before you block me and put it on the internet. So just don't, Yeah, don't be a fuckhead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Solid point, but no i was I was Solid just wondering point. like how many times and, and this has nothing to do with anything, but like I know I I've, I've been trying to figure out in my head how many times I've like been like deleting all of my apps, and it's definitely more than once, <laughs> um, but yeah. like you know I, I guess and honestly, I guess uh I deleted everything with my wife now, but like right like three weeks into us like being together, I was like, yeah, uh, so wow, like,
1: confidence
0: um some stuff happened when we first met that (sighs) all right whatever we're here how many how much what time is it (laughs) all right we're gonna get into the point of the show uh this is not just random ramblings but uh i i will tell this like quick side story and then we got to get into that our point
1: i love a side story
0: uh so about i want to say a week and a half into dating my wife uh i guess She's my wife now, but about a week and a half into dating her, um, she was at my place, and then you know she was leaving, and then like she, I walked her out to the, her her car, and I I kissed her, and without thinking about, it, I was like, "I got, bye, be safe, love you," and I turned around and didn't even realize I said it until like I was like a couple steps away, I was like, <laughs> "What?" And then I turned back around and saw her, and she was had like this panic look on her face, and I was like, "Ah." Fuck, I think, look, this is over. And I was like, it was a mistake. I'm, you know, and I was like, no, I'm not retracting it. I felt that it was too early for me to say it, but I still feel it. And then <laughs> she just got in her car and drove off. Uh, and so then I I texted my sister and I was like, so I just fucked up this thing. Uh, I think, I think this is over. I told my sister what happened and my sister was like, Uh, yeah, you fucked up. So congratulations.
1: <laughs> and
0: uh, you know, my wife obviously did call me back, but it took her like a couple of days before, like she texted me. And as it turns out, she was afraid because uh she felt the same way. And then we'd only known uh, each other for like, gross. Yeah, yeah, we'd only known each other for like a short period of time. So I mean like, like, who knows
1: disgusting
0: like I'll say this uh it's a, it's a grossly gross gross story about you know how people can feel about each other, but like I mean like you don't know how this is gonna end uh we might end up divorced in like two years, and then you'd be like haha so that didn't mean anything like honestly like i I've always said this like we may not make it as a couple and I don't mean that like I like we're going bad now, but like I don't know what the future is gonna be like so <laughs> I mean it's it's a cute ass story but <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything. Also,
1: I do want to I do want to just say that uh, you know, if if a relationship ends, that doesn't mean that it's like worthless correct like that's a that's a weird thing monogamous (laughs) people think they're like oh well that was just a waste of all my time and you're like no that was a time and a place where you felt a certain way about a certain person (laughs) (laughs) it's not like
0: like sometimes i feel like when people tell that story it's like uh like that's how you knew it was meant to be no it was just this is how we felt really early on about when we met each other and so far it hasn't changed we still really feel that way about each other i mean like who knows Again, who knows? Like in, we've been in quarantine for like a month. It feels like 10 years. Uh, but we still feel that way, even though we've been through quarantine together. Though we have had like a lot of quarantine fights, but I feel like everyone has. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's, it's almost impossible not to. Uh, but I mean, hey,
0: yeah, that's not the point of anything. At least least you have a,
1: you have a house.
0: There's the segue. (laughs) Um, That's right. Uh, I feel like it's right now. And actually, what I was going to say is that like, My biggest complaints about this time period is uh, I can't go to the gym and I have to stay inside the house, which is a lot of people's biggest complaints. But, I mean, that's actually kind of a blessing. There are people who don't have a house to stay in. You can
1: cook. You can cook in the house. You can. You can can fight with your wife in the house. You can host a grinder date in your house.
0: Well, maybe – you shouldn't, but- Wear a mask. You can. Yeah. Through the entire date. How is that?
1: Oh, it's possible.
0: Like 40% of my favorite sex is mouth related.
1: Well, you, we all have to give things up. Is it, what is this Lent?
0: No. Uh, uh, again, kinda.
1: It's it's kinda like Lent. It's kinda like Lent.
0: Super privileged. I get it. Uh
1: quarantine is just a uh, lent, lent but like we don't know when it's gonna be over <laughs> and and God is real. Oh and my god. Killing us.
0: It is. That's a hundred percent what's happening right now. It's
1: I'm just saying, I saw I saw a picture I saw a picture the other day of uh of a mask it had been discarded on the ground. And in the middle of the mask, there was a condom like sticking out of the middle of the mask. Oh,
0: okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So I'm just
1: saying Jay life finds a way.
0: Nice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. But that's, that's a bit of a sidetrack. Here's, I guess let's talk about this. Uh, we live in Seattle. We do. Uh, I, well, I live in Edmonds, so technically not Seattle, but like, I for, the of, Seattle. for the
1: sake of, for the sake of argument,
0: let's just say I live in Seattle too. Uh, and if you are not from here, then I live in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> and th- there is one problem i think that seattle has if we're going to you know dissect the two cities that edmonds has i feel less of because it's such a smaller place uh but it's it's um houselessness yep or i guess i'm i've been trying to figure out if i want to say unhoused or unsheltered but i feel like houselessness is where i, I land it so let's go with that um
1: houselessness
0: yeah it just it's 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 difficult to say, but it's actually harder to be. That's a weird segue. I'm sorry. Skip that. Um
1: well I'll <laughs> say this. Terrible I'll segue, say this. Yeah. A lot of times when you see, you know, that, that mass condom combo, that could be somebody who needs to work for that money because they don't have a home right now. Yeah. So like, you know, it's it's funny. People will find a way uh to get laid, but also some people We'll that's their that's their money. business because yeah. they need to make some money because they're out there. I mean, if you are are uh, getting going and getting your testing done, done on Aurora, um, you're probably going to see some uh, workers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, So there's like lots of reasons that it, it, people do the things that they need to do, like do sex work or steal or um, I think we're going to see a lot of a lot more of like food. I mean, we already have been seeing a lot of food theft. Um, Yeah. But as far as I was getting some vouchers from the city Mm -hmm. and they were like, Oh, it was like 180 bucks a month of just Mm -hmm. like, Hey, take these to Safeway and buy some food. And those last for seven months. So we're at the point in this pandemic where uh, thousands of people in Seattle are losing their, Uh, food vouchers as well. And these might be people who are also living outdoors. Um, People are starting to lose the benefits. Um, People are starting to, you know, get fatigued and not able to... There's, what I'm saying is like there's a chronic houseless problem. Yeah. But it's 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 only increasing.
0: And there's more people who are so, you know, there is I think a an eviction stay, but there are still, Until
1: December thirty first.
0: Right. And that's what I'm saying. It and there are landlords who are basically itching to get rid of tenants. And uh-huh. so that's gonna increase Uh, the level of houselessness. Um, there are people who just simply, to your point, don't have a, you know, if you had a a job where you were working in the service industry, even if you were like, like a waiter, that would have been enough to kind of pay your bills previously. But now, like maybe you're working, if you're working, like you might be working like 10 hours a week because there's like 35% capacity and restaurants are trying to cut. So you're not really getting any pay. And so like, how are you, like you can't afford to make your rent. Or make ends meet. So, like, what do you do? And I feel like there's a lot of people who are, you know, that are in that situation and they aren't getting any help from the federal government. They aren't getting help from the state and they're definitely not getting help from the city. So, like, who the fuck is helping them?
1: Well, hopefully, we're going to be, I mean, I've just been working on us helping each other because, I mean, if you look in, you know, there's a, we, we went and we we actually found some laws because this is a show where we try to do the law thing. Um, so you probably see in Seattle. Um, and we're, for the purposes of this show, we're just we're mostly going to be talking about Seattle.
0: Yeah, a lot of local Seattle stuff. Um, mainly yeah. because that's like again a lot of the focus of even though we we did have a bit broader focus in some of the previous episodes, just because uh I I don't know maybe election, but. I think the focus of our show has always been like, Hey, we want to try to talk about what we can do locally. Uh, the good yep. news is if, is if you're not from Seattle and you're listening to this, it still is a benefit for you because, uh, you can start looking into how your city deals with things locally. Absolutely. And we're also going to talk about like initiatives that are also good that could help every city because this is not a problem that only happens in Seattle.
1: Yeah. I've, I've done some, tra- I did some traveling recently and I will say that I saw homeless people. In pretty much every city I was in, all across this great nation from yep. Alaska to New York.
0: I'll take it a have- step further. I lived <laughs> overseas and there were homeless or ho- houseless people overseas as well. And it is oh, yeah. like it's a legitimate issue everywhere in the world. So it's not so- just here and the solution is simple honestly i think (laughs) because i've been saying this when we first started talking about this before we were recording i was like the solution to this is really simple just give people houses and a problem
1: just give people houses
0: if you're like oh but jay that's so stupid expensive how will we do that uh i don't know government has found a way to allocate land before they've definitely found a way uh to make you know Trillions of dollars of you know go towards military spending to the point well, where and it's we like, have
1: in Seattle we have just as many empty condos as we do homeless individuals.
0: Also, there's four companies in this city alone that pay absolutely nothing.
1: No taxes. Jeff Bezos <laughs> doesn't pay taxes. Absolutely but nothing again- in taxes. Again, I will say, Frank Chop, if you're out there listening, and I know you aren't, I remember <laughs> you promised a 10% capital gains tax. And if you live in Seattle, especially if you live in the 43rd district, but generally, mm-hmm. if you live in Seattle and you uh, – you know, I want you to go and I want you to email Frank Chop and I want you to ask him, when is the 10% capital gains tax going to happen? Oh, I want him gonna to have an – I want him to have an email reminding him of that all the time. I will, I'm going to start doing it myself. Uh, mm-hmm. Tis the season. Uh, But as far as Seattle goes, I just wanted to uh, give you guys an idea of what, like where we're starting at legally. So in Seattle, if you look at um, the, this is the Seattle.gov uh, website, and this is chapter 18. This is, 12 250 18 12 250. Okay, uh, yeah, okay, so this is called camping. It is unlawful to camp in any park except at places set aside and posted for such purposes by the superintendent. Okay, so that's pretty simple. Um, there's this other law here, mm-hmm. uh, which is just Honestly, as somebody who's been as somebody who who's had issues with my knees uh and been like disabled in that way makes me mad. Uh yeah. sitting or lying down on public sidewalks in downtown and neighborhood commercial zones. So this is 1548.040. Uh, prohibition. A person shall not sit or lie down on a public sidewalk or upon a blanket, chair, stool, or other objects placed upon a public sidewalk during the hours between 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. in the following zones. The downtown zone and neighborhood commercial zone, so it describes what those are. But uh,
0: Why 7 and 9?
1: Because those are business hours.
0: So like if I'm there at like Ten.
1: Um.
0: So like I can. So like if I sleep there, you like overnight, you won't say anything. But I have to be up and out at seven, basically. Yes. Oh, that's not cool.
1: Uh, there are exceptions for uh sitting or lying down due to a medical emergency.
0: Yep. Um, I've had one of those in down in Capitol Hill. I think I threw up in front of. uh, That doesn't matter. Don't worry about that. But Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, so as the result of a medically confirmable disability uses a wheelchair walker or similar movement device for mobility purposes, operating or patronizing a commercial establishment conducted on the public sidewalk, um, sitting on a public bench supplied by a public agency or by the abutting private property owner... Or sitting on a public sidewalk within a bus stop zone while waiting for public or private transportation. So, those are the exceptions.
0: So, like, if I'm, I guess, like, at a restaurant sitting outside, I'm excused. But, again, that's because right. of the whole, like, it's an abutment. So, yeah.
1: If you're sitting waiting for a bus, as long as you're sitting for the purposes of um, commerce. Yeah.
0: <laughs> as we, basically, as long as it's like, yeah. Uh, and actually really legally accepted commerce because I'm pretty sure – There's some colors so they wouldn't. If
1: you're just really tired because you've been walking all night because you're scared to sleep at night because it's that that's they're definitely. I think people have to remember they're like especially for homeless women and LGBT folks like it can be really scary out there and sleeping during the daytime can be like helpful you know because it gets colder at night so you know people can freeze. It's also can be more dangerous at night. There's not as many people who will see if something happens to you. So, um, you know, a lot of people like, you know, will sleep in the daytime instead. Mm -hmm. So this law kind of prohibits that. It gives you basically a curfew. Yeah.
0: Which honestly, so I feel like a lot of the laws that a lot of the way that the laws, uh, are handled in Seattle, especially, uh, I don't know how to say that, like, they're like a backhanded compliment. Like, it's not, <laughs> quite, like, it's not, that's, but there's no real compliment to it. It's just all like, like, it's, it's, it's almost like in the guise of like, Oh well, we're so concerned and we wanna help. But then when you look at what they do, right. they are concerned. Like I didn't
1: Well, I mean, look at if you look at the, the top of uh fucking the Seattle.gov under uh there's this quote from Jenny Durkins like every yeah. night Thousands of our neighbors sleep outside without shelter in some of the most inhumane and dangerous conditions you can imagine. Yeah, and it's just like, this whole, we're going to build a better future, blah, 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 blah. It's, but she's not actually addressing the stuff.
0: None of it. Like I think that's kind of what I mean. <laughs> I, it's frustrating for me to, like, so I we both did research on this yeah. uh, just for everyone to know. So, like, uh, you found, I thought, a lot of really cool stuff about actual laws. I started looking um, into to like what Seattle was doing. And so I found out a couple different things. Uh, and, what and are I had they to, doing? I want to surface this by saying that there is, there is an actual uh, federal law that funds um, a homeless response. Uh, I always like how I never have the stuff that I, I want when we do this. Here we go. Got it. <laughs> um, it is uh, the Homelessness Housing and Assistance Act. Uh, and in order to qualify for most funding sources, uh, jurisdictions must complete a plan to address homelessness in their communities. Mm. So the plans are required uh, specifically at the county level, which involves a cooperative plan between city and county governments together with local nonprofits, businesses, and for some reason, faith communities. So apparently uh, religion gets in the act here every time. I don't know why. Um, they so gotta. Like, uh, the two that they call out here is King County. Uh, King County has a plan called All Home. It's 39 cities in it, uh, 300 community partners, and the King County government. Uh, and then I went to look at that. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, I like how Chelan and Douglas County have a plan too, and it's just plan to end homelessness. Bow. That's all they got. It's <laughs> like King that's County's it? like- all home like it's just it's just a like honestly i love how functional it is but that's all it is it's uh
1: so basically they like they like they they copy and pasted it but king county's like no we got a brand
0: yeah king county's like oh no all home we have to this is what we have to do to take care of so that everyone has a home chelan and douglas literally is it's literally the chelan and douglas plan to end homelessness that's it (laughs) that is it it's, uh, <laughs> they give grants and they tell, tell you like what they, what they're doing and what their plans are. Uh, but that's kind of like, if you're looking for like, what is the state of Washington, for example, doing about this? Um, it has to be on a county level. And those are okay. some of the examples of things that have been happening. You can look up your own county itself. Uh, those two are the ones that were held out as being like, I don't want to say shining examples because when you look into the all home. So all home, uh here, uh I will I don't think I gave you this link. I, I want you to see this too. So one sec. I'm gonna put okay. it in the chat. All right. Uh so I just put a link in the chat. Uh let me know if you can get to it.
1: Okay. I I, I have it. Yep. Okay. It's got a
0: Yeah, that's the all home page.
1: Picture on the top.
0: <laughs> so they do this thing where they're like <laughs> they're like, let's put one of every race on in the picture. And <laughs>
1: It's like a community college ad or something. Oh my
0: God, it really is. It's like a community,
1: the the same people who did the community college ads, they're like, can you do what you did for a community college, but do it for our homelessness (laughs) project? Because it literally looks like it's that same, yeah, they're like, we've got one of every kind of person, here we go, Uh It's very chic looking. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it has do this like on a Square filter. Space? Oh my God.
0: It has such, yeah, it has like a filter on it. I mean, like they put money into this and like if you've worked in the marketing industry, especially in this area, like you know how much pages like this cost and like this type <laughs> of graphic design and you're like, okay, so this is where a shit ton of money went. Uh. But then like, as you start reading through all the stuff they have in it, uh, and this isn't a but like uh, like, but then your mind has changed. Uh, so should be also when you start reading through all the stuff that's in it, none of it really strikes you as like really saying like true dollar amounts to what we're gonna do.
1: Yeah, a lot of this just seems like, like none of it is th- just th- like
0: we're gonna do this to end. It's just all like we're gonna make homelessness rare, and then we look for how nowhere does it say how. It's like well, we're committed. so they
1: they say they say like our strategic plan, and you're like okay, yeah. What's your strategic plan? They're like, our vision is that homelessness is, ring- is rare in King County. Racial disparities are eliminated. And even if one becomes homeless, it is brief and only a one-time occurrence. Like, that is not a strategic
0: That Right. It's And, and like, when you start, and underneath that, they have like all this, like, These different points of their strategic plan. And so like they have like racial disparities, rare brief him one time community engagement. And these are all just like clearly just like bullet points. They talk
1: about, they talk about like that they have to address the causes of homelessness and then they put some studies in there
0: and they never say how. To address, right. You see my frustration with this, right? So I was like, you're like, 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 I'm reading through this. I'm like, all right. And they're so you're, not you're actually studies.
1: saying they're going to create more affordable housing. They're just like, just saying that that they this is need a to. commitment. This is a commitment to do that thing that we will do.
0: Not saying how or like which way they're <laughs> going to do it, just that they need to. And the thing that's annoying about this is like, yeah. We know we were never at a loss for information as to like how p- bad houselessness it is or where it comes from. It's, we know, we know, we a hundred percent know these things, but when you go through this page, all you're seeing is to them being like, isn't it bad? And it's like, all right, motherfucker. Yes, we know it's bad, but you have no plan to do anything. And then yeah. like when you go to like community engagement, it literally starts off with like, they, they talk about like how people are living on the streets and I'm like, all right, that sounds bad, And then they're like 10 years of intensive effort doing what? Yeah. What did you do? You've been doing this for 10 years, but what?
1: They've learned what works and what doesn't.
0: (laughs) But what works? Like, and ultimately- Outside of we've just been giving houses to people who don't have them. What works? Like, oh my God, this is the most maddening thing I've ever seen in my life. And like, again, I know how much this type of thing costs. I am furious about it. (laughs) And so, like they have this thing where it's called like rapid rehousing, and I started going through that as well, and they like show like move-in rates and like time that they were there and like how it performs, and it's like they were like, we enrolled uh 2800 houses a uh, households. I'm like, all right, cool. but then as you start going through that, like you see like the guidelines for like how people are being housed, and I guess my whole problem with this is, like, this feels like they're just, like, testing this as a run. Like, you know, like, oh, we're just going to test this.
1: Like, like to see how people feel about it.
0: Yeah, but, like, this is literally the 100% answer to, like, solving issues. And, like, if you look at it, here's what's great. They're like, 72% were permanently housed and 6% returned to homelessness. And I'm like, why did you, Why are we testing this? Like, why is this a thing we're only testing? And they're only they're doing it with 2,800 people. Oh, and this plan
1: is only for 2800 people they
0: only did it for 2800 well not people households so that could be anywhere from like one to like six people sure but yeah it's and that they're like going through like they're like it's a rapid rehousing and this seems like oh yeah this would be great and they have all the like here's the move-in rate people out and so like all the people who enrolled 52 percent so 1494 total found housing and moved in the uh Average time, like wait time, was seventy nine days. The assistance oh, wow. was two hundred fifteen. Seventy two percent, a thousand people gained permanent housing when they left uh, a rapid rehousing program, and then only fifty five people uh, returned to homelessness within six months.
1: So they're like, yeah, yeah. So they're they're just like, well, we have to test it and make sure that giving people's giving people a house will make them better. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And the thing that's irritating to me about this is that they were like, Yeah, we just we're just running this kind of like a side test and like sink all of the money into this. Why like why are we like, well, we gotta make a website and yeah, yeah. It's a
1: pandemic. (laughs) Give people places to live.
0: and especially now more than ever. And the thing that I guess that's irritating is, of course, they could have had the plan to do this, uh, and sink more money into it if they had gotten the head tax passed. But as you and I both know, famously in Seattle, the head yeah. tax never got passed because nope. of, uh, basically every business being like, wait, we're not going to pay our fair share. Why the fuck will we do that? And I found <sighs> a lot of other stuff, by the way. Um, just fun, fun stuff, uh, that I'm not going to dig into primarily because it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is uh, shout out to Laura Lyons, um, who uh, famously uh, is at Seattle U, um, yes, and well, not famously because that that would be weird. But uh, shout out to Laura <laughs> Lyons who is at Seattle U. Uh, Seattle U's their school of law has a huge amount of like resources uh to help understand the criminalization of homelessness. Yes, uh, their words, not mine. Um. I am going to say the criminalization of houselessness, I guess, but like the title is literally whatever. I don't have to explain why, why I read what I read. (laughs) Um, but like, uh, I liked a lot of these. I haven't had a chance to actually go through, uh, all of the, the links and resources, some of the longer essays, I'm still kind of working my way through. But mm-hmm. um, there's materials from the ACL, ACLU. Uh, there are 12 steps that every city can take. There are FAQs about homelessness. Uh, and so there's all kinds of things that if you are wanting to know a little bit more uh, about uh, what is actually, I guess, one of several pandemics sweeping, yeah, like it's sweeping the globe right the now. The
1: only one.
0: Like we got a lot of them.
1: Got a lot of them. Um, I also want to say too. I recently I was talking to my my dad the other day and also shout out to my dad for this lovely yeah. microphone that I'm talking to you through. Uh,
0: shout out to V's
1: dad. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mike. Uh, as <laughs> he as he would introduce himself at my college parties, the dude, uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have a lot of money and he's going through it right now too, but he wanted to contribute to the podcast. So he Super got me sweet this oven. sweet new mic. Um, so thanks dad. We
0: appreciate it. We will begin using it. We appreciate it. 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 Actually, we already are using it. I'm currently <laughs>
1: talking into it right now. Yeah. Um, it
0: sounds great
1: by the way. It does. It sounds really nice. Um, now here's the thing is my, my dad was like, Hey, cause I, 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 always share with my family the various things that I do you know and my family will say oh there's all these homeless people around I'm like well you know what I find that helps is to give people stuff um and so my dad hit me up and was like hey what do you you know I I I give I have little bags I keep in my car you know because you'll see people standing by the side of the highway you know Mm -hmm. panhandling and stuff like that and I, I was he was like you know what do you put in these little bags because i like to give out little bags to people and the obviously the number one thing you can give people's money money is always good um yeah, but I, yeah i like uh it's cool because like with the little bag you can just throw it out your car window really fast and it's, everything's in there and i'll usually put like uh, you know sanitary products like tampons or pads and i even give those out to people who you know look like men because you never know who's getting a period or who knows somebody who gets a period mm-hmm. a lot of times i'll buy like a pack of cigarettes and put those in there because cigarettes are really even if you don't smoke they're a great currency uh yeah. quarters especially right now during a coin shortage uh doing laundry is a huge deal when you're living outside and a lot of places only accept quarters mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be hard to get quarters from like a store Or something when your clothes are dirty yeah i put uh, always a snack something to eat like a really yummy like a granola bar or a candy bar even Mm -hmm. uh is really good you don't want to ever give somebody a bag that's all hygiene and cleaning products um because that's it's like telling somebody that they're dirty you know yeah
0: like that's more like a clean yourself up move and that's not what you're going for
1: yeah yeah um put you know putting um You know, and also, too, like, if you don't have something to give a homeless person, don't ignore them. Just be like, hey, what's up? Like, acknowledge that they're there. Like, it's homeless people who are out panhandling. Like, and as somebody who has um a panhandle and been a street performer and stuff like that, like, you hear no a lot. It's the no isn't the thing that makes you feel sad. It's the people who pretend that you're not there or the people who look down on you for being there or, you know. Yeah. So, you know, no, don't agree. don't just act like people are invisible. Um and, you know, obviously we're all strapped right now, but like
0: Yeah, if you I feel like if you can help you should. But at the same time, to your point, like everyone is aware of the fact that like there's a pandemic and money is tight for everybody. Uh yeah. so like and I, I don't know. I feel like there there are times when uh even Pre pandemic, you know, money has been tight for people for a bit now. So I think the, the key here is if you can help someone, definitely help them. But like a nice thing to be able to do too is, is to your point is just acknowledge that people are people. Uh, yep. I try to acknowledge everyone, even if I don't have money. Uh, but I generally like, unfortunately like if i know i'm headed to like for instance like capitol hill or someplace in seattle where i know i'm gonna run into a lot of people who are panhandling i actually just keep like bills on me so that like i can just like yeah
1: well and two some people some people get mad you know when they're like oh i tried to give this homeless guy a sandwich and he you know told me to fuck off and it's just like if somebody's asking for money and you give them not money you know it's like and you don't know what somebody's like just because somebody's homeless doesn't mean that they don't have allergies just because somebody's homeless doesn't mean that they like should be just eat like your leftovers just and because s-
0: sandwiches only last like basically like right now, really like I have to eat that sandwich yeah. literally now I can't, I don't have a refrigerator that I can take it and put it home and like, yeah, hold it for later. Well, so, and like, that's I what, have like to-
1: granola bars are really good because they're small, like power bars and stuff. And like, yeah, I've seen homeless people who, you know, they, they have their stuff, and like when pe- people give them stuff and they hide it because if people see that other people have given them things then they won't give them any more things and that they're trying make any
0: sense.
1: Yeah, there's like oh well how you're dare out here you paying – stores how dare that- you, how dare you have like three granola bars? I'm not going to give you a fourth one. You not
0: um, more than three. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, how many come to a box, come in a box? Like you don't, why are you the provisioner of granola? That doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, the way that I think about it too, is that like, you know, people are like, oh, well, if I give this homeless person uh money, they're just going to spend it on booze or drugs. And I'm like. Yes. Yeah, so are you most likely. Like, yeah. like, you know, like you, you, just because somebody lives outside doesn't mean that they shouldn't be able to have a beer. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and, it and if oh, somebody
1: ahead. is, if somebody does have a medical issue, like they have alcoholism or they're addicted to heroin or something like that's, un- you know, unfortunately it's a medical issue and you don't know how that person came to have that issue. And mm-hmm. if you, if you don't want your money to go into that, that's fine. But then also, like, you're still tip. If you tip a barista and you think that your barista is not going to go out and like <laughs> buy beer, do a line.
0: yeah, or, do, or a line, do, like- do
1: a line of blow or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I feel like the, the thing that, that is weird to me about that is like, it does like the entire point of giving someone money is to give them agency to be able to do whatever it is that they want to do with the money. Yep. Like, that's the point. So like, you don't get to decide what they do with it. Like, the entire point of giving people money is that it's unfortunately in this stupid ass society we live in, money is agency. It's your ability yep. to be able to do the things that you want to do to live your life. And we've said these super high bars, like it's people don't understand how expensive it is to like. I, and I, the example I'll give is this I was, uh, there's this, there's this game on, 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 a, uh, on my phone. It's not on my phone anymore, but I found on my phone. It's really kind of fuck shit, but it's this <laughs> thing where they start you off with zero dollars in your pocket and you're just on the street. And you have like options to like try to work your way up to like getting off the street, and it's supposed to show you how hard it is to do it. But it's right. on an app, so it's not really showing you how difficult it is. Right. And, like, it, <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like playing a Tamagotchi except instead of like a little pet, your Tamagotchi's a little dude, and you're like, all right, so. <laughs> like clicking buttons, like wash windows, wash windows, wash windows. You're just doing that. And then after a certain amount of that, you save up enough money to be able to get it like a hotel, uh, like a day by day hotel. And you go back out and wash windows. And then while you're washing windows, you shower at the hotel and then start doing job interviews. And you just have to keep balancing all of that. Uh And then, you know, at some point you have to sleep and money gets taken away and whatever. So like by doing this long why, enough, eventually- Why would
1: I want to play a game that's like so much like my real life? <laughs> But
0: like, (laughs) supposedly, it's supposed to give you this idea of like how. Like how hard it is to like be, uh, be homeless. But like the, the yeah. thing that is really fucked up about it is that it really doesn't give you that, that idea. It doesn't like show like, like what it's like to be like just bone tired because you've just been like hustling yeah. all day. And then like, or,
1: or being, or being cold at night or being afraid that, you know, being curled up and trying to find a good spot to sleep in so that somebody doesn't come and assault you.
0: Yeah. You're most vulnerable time
1: or steal all your shit (laughs) all the granola bars that you saved up from all
0: three which (laughs) is apparently the limit of granola bars you are allowed (laughs) but no it's just one of those things where like it, it doesn't even simulate like like you said the fear the 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 actual anxiety, uh, these are all people who had lives. Uh, and in most cases they lived lives inside houses and then they don't have that life anymore. So you don't know what they've lost, what has been taken from them, how they've gotten to this place, the trauma that they experienced from that. And then not just that, but also like, you know, the, the whole simulation is like, Oh, well you're watching windows but like you may run out of windows to wash you may get chased off right. the streets by the cops Yeah, the cops may beat you to a point where you were can't walk were there even walk. were
1: there were there cops in the video game
0: um no the cops never showed up <laughs> white <laughs> right People designed this game. Uh, it's, uh, but no, it, and, it, and like, it, again, it was supposed to be like this, this little simulator to be like, we'll see how hard it is. And honestly, maybe it was a little bit of the other direction. Maybe it was like, look how easy it is to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But in, in either way, like the, the point is, is that it's, there's nothing to really hit the scope of how terrible this is for, uh, I think the people who live through it, but for us as a society well, to see it and then walk to away from too-
1: it. Is that like, you know, we have all these tent, you know, cities and there was actually just uh, one in the U district that burned down the other night. And it was I don't believe that anybody died. There was another fire a few weeks ago and that's what people are worried about. These fires happening. Mm -hmm. But it's unfortunate because I'll see I, I briefly went on next door, which never again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not unless I need, some, not unless I need some new nice furniture. Uh, that's the only <laughs> time I go on next door. Cause there's all the, where the rich people get rid of their stuff. But yeah. like, you know, there were people complaining about a fire a few months ago in, um, in Ravenna. And uh, there was this big, huge fire And everybody was like, oh, my, this is like two blocks from my house. And, you know, it was on the highway ramp. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like the fire was going to like jump across the street. Right. You know, it wasn't on anybody's block. Um, But people were more worried about their homes than they were about the fact that people might have died. Yeah. Like it was a big, big fire. And 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 I didn't see one comment where someone was like, oh, I feel so badly that somebody might have died in here. I hope they're okay. None of that. Just like, we have to stop these miscreants, you know, because they're oh going to fucking burn down our neighborhood and all this shit. And it's just like Ugh. people, and the only reason people are trying to cook and, you know, the the one that happened uh, the other night, it was a couple and they're cooking in some, a tent lit on fire and that material just goes up really quick. And these encampments are getting more and more crowded because you have to remember people having numbers is also really good too. Mm-hmm. When you're outside, you know, having people to protect you. And um,
0: also, I think there's a lot more newly, like newly unhoused people. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's to be expected where they're trying to make this work.
1: The cops come through and, you know, because it's, you know, technically in Seattle, it is the the camping law is like it's technically illegal to camp, but it's, you know, technically legal to sleep on the sidewalk from like 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. So you have all these people who are kind of existing under these very tenuous laws where they kind of said you could camp like mm-hmm. a few years ago. I remember when I first moved here, it was a big deal like six years ago. And they were like, Seattle's a city where they allow you to camp. And yep. I thought that was really cool. But then I started hearing about all these sweeps. And when they do these sweeps, you know, they, the, the police will talk about how they go in and they take all their, their stuff and they, you know, pack it away so they can come mm-hmm. and get it later. And that's not what they do. They put it in no. a dumpster.
0: They throw it they away put and it, they trash they, it. Yeah.
1: They put it all in a dumpster. Um, I, where I actually, i know people who have been in these sweeps and the cops will actually come and and cut the tents up with knives mm-hmm. so that nobody purposely trying to them.
0: Like, purposely trying to destroy it so that they won't quote-unquote come back which is
1: yeah and taking all their stuff you know you might have a laptop that's going to be gone that's going to be taken from you any electronics yeah. and people are like oh if you're homeless what do you have a laptop for well you got to find a fucking job <laughs> yeah
0: and that's <laughs> maybe how you that's lost your how you find home a job. maybe that's you lost you-
1: your phone but you still have a laptop like it it's just, And if you I have a phone
0: a, a, and a laptop, that's internet enough for you to be able to like answer email and yeah. you might actually be using the laptop to, you know, make money. Like just because you don't live in a house doesn't mean that you don't still have to do a lot of the same things that everyone else does.
1: I, absolutely. And I think that's the thing that people don't, that, you know, people will see homeless people or they'll see people who that, you know. You know, they're like, "Oh, well, look at look at that sweatshirt you're wearing, or look at that thing." And like, you don't know how somebody got anything that they have. You know, you don't know like why somebody has a nice jacket. It could have been given to them by somebody.
0: Yeah, and like more to the point, like you can have like sturdy clothing and still be unhoused. Like you stop trying to project that on people. Um I have news by the way, uh oh. specifically about um Seattle and the removing our sweeps of encampments. Okay. So uh Tammy J. Morales, who is a city council member, has a bill that is currently being discussed by the Select Committee on Homelessness Strategies and Investments, and it is an ordinance relating to activities to relocate or remove sanctioned and unsanctioned encampments of people experiencing homelessness during the COVID-19 pandemic and and it basically will make it so that if you are basically so that police can't do sweeps on encampments unless they're deemed and uh, the the bar is a public health threat. Okay. Uh, and specifically during, in response to the the COVID-19 uh, encampment. This, by the way, started back in June. Um, the last motion, our movement on this was the Select Committee on Homelessness and Strategies. Homelessness, Strategies, and Investments currently uh, discussed it, but they haven't made any actions from it. Yeah, they haven't taken any actions.
1: So I would say uh, here in Seattle, uh, you should email your city council members and be like, Hey, what's up with uh? What's up with this? What's up with uh?
0: <laughs> uh getting it, rid of the sweeps. Specifically, say what's up with Council Bill Number CB one one nine seven nine six.
1: Yeah, I'll
0: say it again for you: CB one one nine seven nine six. <laughs> Old and, school uh, hip hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'll, I'll put the link in the notes. <laughs> it's, you don't have to rely on my my rhymes to remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just a little jingle, just a new jingle for every law. <laughs> I don't want to do
0: that for every law. <laughs> 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 that's that's my nightmare. <laughs> no, right now is in committee. Uh, so press your council members because this would stop uh, sweeps. And then the other thing uh, that I want to make sure that I say is. Uh, um, and then we, we probably have to wrap, but probably we have to wrap. The other thing that yeah. I will say is I know for a fact that, uh, the surest solution to end houselessness is to just give people houses.
1: Yeah, I know
0: one of the things that we talked about before the show started, uh, was this program where they're like, oh, we'll, we'll build a small house in someone else's backyard to teach quote unquote, teach you responsibility. And... Uh, I hate this as a concept. I hate it because it's like taking away people's dignity and the entire point of giving yeah. someone a house is to give them dignity. Like
1: I mean, I don't think I don't think it was to teach them responsibility. I think that it was this is their solution when the state and uh the county isn't allocating
0: I th- I feel like it's also kind of like a it's it's a solution to to be like, "Well, you don't care enough." Like if you're like Because you know, as as people were like, well, we should care about people who are who are houseless, and so the government's like, well, if you care, why don't you give up part of your yard? And it's like, it's not. That's not. And and the thing that's irritating about that is like, we shouldn't have
1: to do that, and it shouldn't be. And if we
0: did do that, why not? All right, fine, but then take parts of everyone's yards, reallocate Mm -hmm. everyone's yards, and then build houses in those spots. That would be completely fine. No one would be but mad we at don't, you for that. We don't
1: even need to do that because we have enough places for people to live. We Correct. really do. There
0: is, and I think the there is enough uh money in this area uh that can be gained through taxes. And in every area, with the exception of some of the smaller cities and towns, but there are there's enough money that can be gained in taxes by larger companies that exist in this area uh, if they pay their fair share of taxes. This stops the houses problem. Uh, like we said, yes. we were kind of going through uh that one study. With 2,800 people, um, 72% of the people got permanent housing, and only six percent—like 55 people out of 2,800 people—went uh, back to being houseless. And if you're trying to get to the point where "quote unquote" homelessness is rare, then that's how you get there: you give people houses, give people houses, you give people houses, and the assistance to be able to pick their lives up and to move forward. I think it's a fucked up thing that we live in a society that is so geared around capitalism that we can't even fathom the idea of someone else getting something for free, quote unquote, that we did not get. And and if you
1: want a free house, if you want a free house, then just give up your house and be homeless for a few months and get a fucking free place to live if you if you think it's that easy and
0: the thing that is again that's wild to me is that first of all it should be that easy i don't know why the concept of all of us being like yeah let's just have free houses right i would love that (laughs) as a concept because uh, i i still most of us who have houses are still paying for them right now Yes. Uh, and then the other thing about that is imagine the the reason why ultimately I think this doesn't happen is because uh, unless the government wants to, the government would essentially be taking on, and this is something that I, I've, I've said before the government is really reticent to do, it'd be taking on the debt of the people. Uh, oh, and then just, no. Yeah, gasp uh and then all of us collectively you know having In- our tax you mean dollars used us to pay it instead of us
1: taking on the debt for uh,
0: ourselves and barely surviving it and like the co- the collective debt would honestly uh it wouldn't crash the government it would be fine but the, imagine everyone out of like out of debt like the largest debt that everyone has right now in most cases is their home. So like, uh, well, if, you home, st- if you own a home, if
1: you own a home, student debt is pretty, so
0: that's wild to me that that's that, that that's comfortable, but you're correct. Um, it's like, but those are the two of the Dude. largest debts. If you undo that, like there is so many hundred thousand
1: dollars. Oh, I'm so
0: hard. I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm only at 35 K. Uh, I work so hard right now to try to pay off like my debts, if you pull student loans and housing for me, I don't know if I'm working the same job and taking the same stress because it's like, yo, I could just go. I could literally live on minimum wage if we're gonna do that. Right? <laughs> because it's like it's the debts that are killing me. But more more to the point, I feel like it's it's just one of those things that this government, uh, because there's a, a large there's an entire party. I actually I don't have to say a faction. There's an entire party <laughs> of this government that is against the concept of uh, the government taking on social debt like that. Uh, yeah. we will always struggle. And because so many people identify with that party and truly feel that the downfall of this country will be when the government steps in and takes on, takes responsibility for people having rights. Then the, the, the sad part is, is that like we will always be here. It's the same thing for healthcare. It's the same thing for housing. It's the same thing for education until people get to the point where they believe the government should step in and accrue debt to ensure that we all have things that are our rights. We will be stuck here, and it's it's frustrating because I'm going to die here, and I hate it. (laughs) Like I absolutely hate it. Oh no, we're never going to solve this, and I hate it. I hate (laughs) it. It's like and like the the solutions to our problems are very simple. The issue is that there are so many people who do not want a simple solution. I think there are some people who don't want a solution. I truly feel that way sometimes.
1: I think that's true because if you have people like if we if we made things equitable, then a lot of people would. Not be super bajillionaires, uh, and yeah. they wouldn't be they wouldn't have their power anymore. They don't want to lose their power. So they need Correct. people to be constantly stressed and constantly freaking out so that we can't pay attention to all the gnarly stuff that they're doing,
0: yeah, a hundred percent, but okay, we have to wrap uh, all right, so v, yeah, if people want to find you and if you want to be found, how would they do that?
1: Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at vChatty. That's V-E-E-C-H-A-T-T-I-E. Uh mm-hmm. and Jay, where where are people gonna find you? Uh
0: you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at adjective underscore J. Uh I'm I don't I'm not gonna spell it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and if people want to interact with the show V, how can they do that?
1: Uh, you can find us on t- Twitter and Instagram on frown Town pod at yep. frown Town pod. Just go um, there. If you want to send recommendations for the show, you can tweet at us there. Uh, definitely follow us. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Five, star, you're listening reviews. five, five stars. star reviews. Five star reviews. We keep just asking for reviews and
0: that's not what we want. We don't give want us, reviews. We want five give us stars. Five,
1: five star reviews. Five you golden know,
0: stars.
1: Nothing too explicit. Uh, you no, know,
0: get super explicit. Get, get nasty with it, but make sure it's five stars. You can tell me all the dirty things you do while you listen to this podcast as long as you give me five stars. That's what I want. I want five stars. I don't care about the rest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> amazing um, um i w- we will be uh we're gonna be coming back to with some fun stuff i i know we're we're doing local stuff but i do next time we're gonna talk about the earn it act uh in the meantime i want everybody uh to look that up uh look at yeah. the earn it act wait are we, uh, are we giving people homework now yes we're giving people homework now oh uh, this drunk is how with power. it is <laughs> <laughs> we're with power this All is right. what and happens uh, <laughs> Give it up for uh, FCON who supplies our amazing yep. theme song. Uh, go uh, get their album on Bandcamp and uh, check them out uh, oh at God. FCON two oh six on Instagram.
0: FCON, the best. You know what? We should play their song right now.
1: Yeah, we should. Bye.